The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form with animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. This is the Melbourne Cup review as Al Mandon takes the prize and many of our listeners clean up after following Richard's tips. We'll get Richard to explain why some of the other fancied horses didn't get it done. Plus dramas at Eagle Farm as the power goes off there just before the race. Welcome to the yeah. Rush Hour. Can you imagine that? So you go to Eagle Farm, miserable day to begin with, and then <laughs> the power goes. So apparently most of the people... And hello, if, you, if you've had a treacherous day, you've gone to the Brisbane races, you've gone there to watch the big uh, race on the big screen, power goes out half an hour before, most people leave, uh, the ones that stay huddle around people with streaming on their phone... I don't think you envisage that today. And then and then we've got these notices of all these train uh, issues this afternoon. So uh, we dedicate this one to you, uh, our Brisbane listeners who have just had a, um, a wretched day this afternoon. Not so wretched, not so wretched are the uh, Rush Hour fans who waited and listened through all of Richard's tips last night. Richard will be here in a second. He's just getting in from Randwick after uh, working for Sky today. He got the first four. Well, he picked, if you remember, he picked six horses. He said, these are the six. It'll be out of these six. Box them. And you can do that with, uh, you take percentages and you don't have to put a hell of a lot of money. Well, already the calls have come, uh, are coming in thick and fast. Cam, I'm a podcaster. $1,500 better off thanks to you guys. Uh, we had another one here. I love you, Richard. Uh, here's another one. Thanks for the winning tips. Got the trifecta. Craig, oh, yeah, loaded up on the first four listening to the podcast this morning. Well played, lad. So congrats. Ring in, one triple three five three. Tell us how much you won and what you're going to do with the money. Because you know what? We all like when we punt, it's usually the wrong way. We've all done very nicely today, those that have listened to Richard's tip. So uh, give us a call, one triple three five three, and we'll get his thoughts on uh, the uh, big horses at the Melbourne Cup. Hartnell, very good. Oceanographer, didn't really see it. And uh, we'll get his thoughts on some of the others as well. This is the Rush Hour doing it for Sports Bets Racing Form with animated speed maps and expert tips from Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Triple M. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sports Bets New Racing Form with animated speed maps, runner comments, and expert tips courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Ah, uh, yes. It's the Rush Hour. Winner's edition. Hello, Richard Friedman. Hello, Dan. Hello, all uh, those I know I declared my love for you about two hours ago <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> That's all right, Dan. I uh, I accept your love <laughs> in, in the manner in which it is meant. This has been a good day for you. You haven't been abused on Twitter. In fact, you've been given a lot of love. <laughs> it's one of my best days, actually. <laughs> oh, no, sometimes you've got to have a bit of luck, and we, we pulled six out last night and said to everyone, should take a box trifecta or a box first four or both. And apparently a lot of people did. Now, how much did you win out of this venture, Richard? I gave all six horses to my wife because I was working and said, now have them in a box trifecta and a box. She said, I did, but I threw a few others in and I left Almanda out. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, well, not life-changing, but it <laughs> would have been nice. All right, let's go to Vince. How'd you do, Vince? Oh, I did well, mate. Six hundred. Thanks, Rich. Oh, good on you, Vince. What? I wonder what you spend it on. What are you going to spend it on? Eating Chinese. That's that's what we're doing after this. (laughs) Let's go to Chris. Uh, You're a winner as well. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty good, actually. I got your box by first four. Yeah, what a pay. 
3179 oh, oh, yes. oh. And how much you spend a, what was the investment? Uh, 40 bucks. Do you have a do you, do you have a partner? Yeah, I do and kids, yeah. I'm does she know? Son, actually. <laughs> she does. I rang her first. Oh, <laughs> see there's your That's mistake. No, that is your mistake. You'll never get to spend it on yourself now. Well, the other trick he could have said, yeah, I won 2100 <laughs> uh, Peter, uh, you've got something to say to Richard. Yes, mate, I love you too, Richard. Uh, I, I, did a, I got feel a your ball. love. Well, I, I don't have as much money as you did, so I, I can only take a flexi box ball, but for an $80 investment, I picked up 2000 Oh, oh that's, that's it. That's this brilliant. is what we're talking about. That's brilliant. This is the beautiful thing, in all seriousness, about flexi betting now. Exactly. You can have a million combinations, exactly. and it doesn't cost you it's the earth. It's going to cost you an arm and a leg if it loses, and if you win, there's a couple of thousands jumped in. I think we've got another winner, Matt. Oh, Matt. Yeah, baby. How you going, Richard? That was awesome. <laughs> Good on you, Matt. I love winners. Wish I was one of them. The, you know the worst thing about the great thing about the Melbourne Cup is also the worst thing. There's so much celebration on the winner. It took a good five minutes before we found out what came fourth. I'm going. I don't. I know our Mandon won. Can you just tell me if Kiwi oh, you, came fourth? You greedy, greedy man. <laughs> uh, one more. Let's go to Trevor. What do you got there, Trev? Hey, g'day, boys. Well done, Rich. But, um, mate, I missed your tips. I must have been in the truck. But um, I just want to know if Garlow's going to make the biggest humble pie for Rabs to eat in front of you on Saturday morning. <laughs> yes, that is such a good idea. That is a really good idea. We'll get Garlow's to make a huge Rabs un- humble pie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Richard, uh, listen, I'm an old man. Don't, don't make those jokes yeah. about I wonder how I wonder how Rabs went. He probably got the box first four and still lost. Well, remember he 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 tipped oceanographer before Saturday, so he got the great odds. Yeah, but unfortunately, it didn't. Salute. No. What happened to oceanographer? Oh, look, he, he ran okay. He just probably was a bit tired. You know, I thought he he could back up, but uh, you know, Heartbreak City. He's the one that's that's put all the value in because Almandon was very well fancied. Mm. He'd been backed heavily all week. Uh, he was a look. He only came through second level uh, lead up races, Almandon, but he won them very impressively. Did um, did you ever think Hartner was going to win? No, yeah. I didn't think at any stage he was a winning chance. I thought once he straightened up and he didn't he didn't accelerate the way he needed to from where he was. I thought, no, nah, you're you're in trouble. And as we said about Jamika, she ran out of pedigree about halfway down the straight. Yeah. Just bred to to go twelve hundred meters. She's done a wonderful job to win a Caulfield Cup over double that distance, but just couldn't see out the thirty-two. That, back to Hartnell momentarily because it was the favourite. I think we're very close to. Jeez, it was a gutsy thing to just see it out. And, and hold on to third. Oh, man. Horses are an amazing, an amazing creature. How does a 500-kilo animal let a 50-kilo animal tell it what to do? And do extraordinary things. If they didn't want to do it, they, they just you would never make them. The photo, I can almost, without knowing, I can promise you what the photo will be tomorrow on the front page of the paper. It'll be Joe Marrera, hand on the back of Karen McAvoy. Yep. As they cross, it's almost like he congratulated him before they cross the finish line. Technically, within the rules, they're not allowed to do that. <laughs> they, they aren't. They're not allowed to touch another jockey. In fact, a jockey is not allowed to touch another person until he weighs in under the strict the strict interpretation of the rules. But the stewards are, are rightfully a little lenient on that, and they, they allow that to <laughs> go turned, through. You've turned a beautiful <laughs> sports, moment of sportsmanship into a breaking of racing's rules. It, well, it is, but, but uh, it's still a, a great moment in sportsmanship. Joe Marrera widely regarded as the best jockey in the world and Karen McAvoy widely regarded right now as the most informed jockey in Australia. Uh, and Joe must have been a hell of a ride. That thing started from barrier 23. Oh, 
The, that man, Joe Marrera, in my opinion, is the best jockey in the world, and horses do things for him they will not do for other jockeys. Uh, we got another one, another winner. Ben, how'd you go? Yeah, um, I boxed the um, six for the first four, and I got 55.5% of it, so... Oh, oh so grand. you were over ten grand. I put about uh, put two hundred bucks on it and about ten grand. <laughs> Thank you very much, Rich. Oh yeah, just, that's unbelievable. Just give me your, you know, I'll give you my bank account details. <laughs> Something, something's got to come now, away. Now, hang here. on, let's get Ben back. And what, <laughs> and what are we doing with this ten grand, Ben? Yeah, Ben. Oh, mate, uh, it's between me and the mate, so we got to split it. So about five grand each. Mm-hmm. So oh, I don't know, big night out, I suppose. Chinese. See what happens? <laughs> oh, yeah. Among yeah. other things. Hang on, are you single? Yes. Okay. Oh, let me tell you, you should have gone to the races today. Magnificent. No. <laughs> Absolutely stunning. The some of the highest quality I've seen. What the, the ladies of the Phillies? <laughs> no, good for you, Ben. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Those days don't happen often. So anyway. that's unbelievable. Yeah, it's great. It's great to hear people having a win. It's fantastic. It's what keeps racing going. Racing's one of the great sports. Just not enough people know about if it. You, uh, if you've won off Richard's tips, give us a ring, one triple three five three. This is the Rush Hour here on Triple M. The Rush Hour's Melbourne Cup Show. Hey, who wants it? Who wants it? Who wants it? I don't care. It's I don't care. This is the Melbourne. I don't care. Come in the champion. We finished second. We wouldn't be happy with last. Yeah. What a run it was by your horse, eh? Hey. That was a great run. Oh, that is a bear hug. Have you done any wrestling? What? <laughs> the Rush Hour. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Oh, on this uh, glorious Tuesday. What did you call today? This Tuesday afternoon. What did you On Twitter, you, what did you call the show? Not the Rush Hour. The, the Gloat the, Hour. <laughs> Get on and gloat. <laughs> if you've won a... A shipload of money. <laughs> you can just get on and gloat. Uh, here's one. Uh, twice now I've listened to Friedman's tips and twice I've come up a winner. Uh, producer Ned, the original Rush Hour producer, $520. That Sorry, man. Ned, I shouldn't have called you out there. But anyway, everyone knows now, producer. That man owes me. <laughs> uh, Gary, you've won a bit too. 1150 bucks. Oh, beautiful. All these winners. <laughs> Winners, and they're all happy people calling the show. Usually we get angry people Trifect. calling the show. Uh, he's gone. Uh, Aris uh, from Marrickville in Sydney. What about you? A thousand bucks, boys. Trifecta, first four. How'd you do it? Well, you know what? I got too smart for myself and put too many multiples in the trifectas. And then just before the race started, I liked 17. And then when Richard said 17 last night, I thought, well, that's good enough for me. And I won it all on the 17. Okay. Well, all on the winner. Sorry? Oh, yeah, but from backing the winner, just the winner. I had a shock in the trifectas because I got too smart, so the multiple, <laughs> you know, I, I, I won the This trifecta. doesn't count. This doesn't No, it counts. It was paying about, you know, 13% or 18%, and when I saw the payout, it was nothing, you know, it was yeah. very low. Oh, well. Hang on. And, and to be fair, there. now we've got to be fair because there's going to be plenty of people listening going, hang on. I didn't win off Richard's tips. Uh, you yeah. did tip Oceanographer to no, win. No, no, I didn't tip Almanded on top. I didn't tip the first four in order. I just gave six horses you, you and, said, said, very, and said box them. You said very clearly, here are six and box them. And box them. That's it. So well done, everyone who has profited. I've actually got the first four 
four times in the last six years. So well, I know I've of one it. of them because I was there, and you wouldn't let me say how much you'd won on air. No, as you're not allowed to say today. In reverse, see, karma's bitten you. Let's uh, do well, this about your the number that that you have won. That's disgraceful. What you've won, all right? Let me tell you, that is just you know life changing. No, please, <laughs> please, let's go straight on the credit card. No, let's do this. <laughs> this is now Japanese Daytona, show. by the way. So race called by the Japanese. <laughs> I love these kooky Japanese. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> It's the Japanese Rabs. Can you hear? <laughs> Behind, they're obviously calling off a screen. The Americans aren't going nuts. It doesn't no. sound like a particularly exciting moment. Well, no, because there's probably a Japanese driver getting into, like, eighth place. <laughs> very exciting for them. Sports update next. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form with animated speed maps, runner comments, and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Yes, Triple M reviewing the Melbourne Cup. I don't know if we've done much reviewing. I think it's been more basking after the uh, another caller, Mick. You've had it. You've had a big day. <laughs> Yeah, mate, it's Nick in Leichhardt. Actually, it was my mum. I um, I listened to the podcast last night, and she asked for tips this morning. So she's ducked down to the uh, Wee War Bowling Club and put 50 on the uh, Flexi Quaddy using Richard's six horses. Oh, that's fantastic. Beautiful. The Wee War Bowling Club. That's right. I've yeah, been to so the Wee War Bowler. Will have they have, yes. Now, will they yeah. have been able to pay up 3K? Oh, well, I don't know if they can settle, but, but <laughs> I tell you what, cold beer and good value at the Wee Wall Bolo. At what Bolo do you, don't, do you not get Bolos value? Bolos have the best beer. It's always ice cold that? and yeah. it's always good value. Yeah. Love a Bolo. Uh, let's do this. Right now, this is the Triple M Rush Hour. Sports update. Stay away from the cup. Ben Hannett will play for one more season at the Cowboys. He'll turn 32 next month. Eddie Jones has always embraced rugby league people, hasn't he? Well, he's done it again. He's brought Storm assistant coach Jason Riles into his uh, camp as a defensive specialist ahead of uh, England's uh, upcoming test, one of them, of course, against Australia. Yeah, well, he, he likes the, he likes the front-on defence that the rugby league guys can bring to that. I mean, rugby union guys are, are just as good as it these days. They've had a lot of rugby league coaching doing it, but... They're still very good. And interesting thoughts from Mark Taylor. On the eve of uh, the Australian summer, he is suggesting four-day tests are the way forward for the survival of the long version of the game. Well, how many of them actually get into a fifth day these days? I mean, you know, you're selling five days and you've got that, you know, you've got a rest day and all that sort of Mm. thing. If you sometimes, I they used to. I don't know if they still do. Do they still have a rest day? No, they've they given that up for twenty years. Have they? Yeah. I've had a long day. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a very long day. Do you want a coffee? Well, I got up at four o'clock in the morning and started in the stable. I went to the races. Now I'm here, and I've got to go to Sky News later. It's going to be a very long day. It is your up, time of the year, though. Be up at four o'clock tomorrow morning again. You choose to do it. I this. know I choose it, but I choose to whinge about it too. Uh, that is a sports update. We do the show for sports bet racing form. Uh, Unbelievably horrific story in the news. Uh, one of the 
what an aw- what an awful tragedy uh, with uh, the dad of Samantha Scott. Uh, we'll have more on that a little bit later. This is the Rush Hour Triple M. The Rush Hour's Melbourne Cup Show. Gigi travel well. Oh, how lucky am I, mate? It's just the elation's unreal, mate. It's been well prepared by Lloyd and just a dream, mate. It's great to be part of it again with my second cup. I love these stone races. I love the Melbourne Cup. The Rush Hour. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. The Rush Hour's Melbourne Cup Show. It's Heartbreak City. El Mandan on the outside. They've paired down to fight it out. Heartbreak City on the inside and El Mandan on the outside. El Mandan and Heartbreak City. What a finish to the Melbourne Cup. El Mandan putting his nose in front of Heartbreak City. They hit the line. El Mandan. El Mandan won it by a very narrow margin from Heartbreak City. The Rush Hour. Richard Friedman here with Dan. And uh, people are still calling. one triple three five three. They've all profited off Richard's tips. <laughs> and if you want to... If you, uh, it's on the podcast. Uh, you, you can get last night's podcast. You can get any podcast uh, on the Triple M website or through iTunes or uh, however you normally get the podcast. And, we, you know, we did the shotgun thing at the start. It's at the very end where Richard gets it down to the last six. So that's that's where, and he says... You had to suffer them. all that other stuff before. No, it, no, no, no. Enjoy. <laughs> yes, yes, enjoy. Enjoy. Uh, all right. So I, I, you told me a couple of cracking stories off here. So the first time you win the cup, you and your brothers. Yes. That was terrific, yes? Yes, 1989. Not, and that wasn't a particularly exciting post No, we, we ran day. first and second in the cup too. You know, you win your first cup and your Quinella, right? you think, going to have a big time here. It was this dreary function they used to force everyone to go to. It was in uh, in one of the big hotels in the city of Melbourne. And you go in there, there's all these old people who we didn't know and they were all sitting around. It was all stuffy and formal and we had to give speeches and all that rubbish. And by the time it was over and we wanted to escape the the, the dreadful affair, uh, we were all too tired. So we'd been up since four o'clock and had a big day and we had to get up at four o'clock the next morning. So we went home, went straight okay. to bed. So next time. So Sub-Zero was the next one? Yeah, we, had, we, we went on the big pub crawl after Sub-Zero. <laughs> that, that got out of hand. The cup may or may not have got damaged. <laughs> uh, that was the one. <laughs> or dragged around behind a car. That's only a rumour. But I can imagine, this is what I want to know, the hangers-on that must turn up. Oh, yeah, we, the, when Doremus won it, I think it was 96 Doremus won it, we had a corporate marquee, right? <laughs> we're all our owners and that. We were going to have a big day no matter what. Hang on, you were that big that you and your brothers, you were that big yeah. then you had a marquee. Yeah, and and a TV show turned up to after the race that was doing something turned up there and there's all the cameras there and people were trying to get in left, right and centre to this marquee and I was just waving them away <laughs> and we had a band in there so we all sang and the police had to close it down in the end. <laughs> so if you, if you had a cup winner with the Friedman Brothers, it did get, it always got out of hand. The police were usually involved and, we, and it was great fun. Is the jockey there for the whole time? Well, the, the jockey's got to watch its weight and it's got... It's got to ride the next day, I presume. Yeah, right? we brought a lot of jockeys undone like that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it won't affect your weight the next day. They're sweating at a six in the morning trying to get the extra weight off. Oh, we brought it. Poor old Damien Oliver, he copped the hammering. <laughs> Which was the last one you won? Maccabi Diva. Maccabi Diva, of course. Yeah, but we were a bit more mature then. We'd won a few of them, a bit older and things were... And, you know, it was a very lovely function that uh, Tony Sandick, the owner, put on. It was at a big hotel, but, but we were all very tired then. But but in the, when we were young and fit, then we were dangerous. Glamour? 
Uh, well, you know, by that single men at that point. No, I'm no, saying. no, no, but, uh, no, 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 but only the first one. No, not even the first one. No, we were all, we were all committed. No glamours. There were plenty of glamours there. Michael, he might have been single, our youngest brother, and what he did, I have no idea. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. We will get back to the normal uh, Rush Hour tomorrow, but... <laughs> yes. Amish and Handy, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously don't listen to the show. That gets played every bloody day. Really? And it's November. No, no. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long day. Uh, now, uh, we found there's always a viral, a bit of video of a drunk person at the cup that will go viral. Now, last year or the year before, it was that uh, lady that pushed over the copper. Yes. Right. Well, we found this year's. Now, we're radio, so it's it's sort of, it, it'll be lost down the airwaves. It's one you've got to see, but... It's a Channel 7 Melbourne cross in the news and a drunk lady just walks up like a baby and just clutches at the microphone. (laughs) Yes. So you do see some of the great sights out of Melbourne Cup walking off the course. I have seen some horrendous sights walking off that course. Mostly drunks, staggering, throwing up. Crawling. It's. it's I've just, said this before. The scary thing about brilliant. Flemington on Cup Day is they're gone by three o'clock. So yeah, they are proper smashed by three. And if you get a hot Cup Day, when it gets up to like thirty degrees, does occasionally happen. And then you do see some spectacular stuff. Usually, get a big uh, southerly comes in, then rains on them, and the Maribyrnong River turns orange with all the fake tan flowing into it. <laughs> fake tan and uh, chicken fillets. Oh, oh. I, what? What? <laughs> even on your great greatest day, you have to be a curmudgeon. <laughs> I don't even know. Can we that play means. the Heartbreak City owner again? This is. You thought he was Japanese. Well, you can't. He could be anything. He's you can't Irish. understand him, but he's Irish. <laughs> The Rush Hour's Melbourne Cup Show. Who wants it? Who wants it? Who wants it? Who wants it? I don't care. It's I don't care. This is the Melbourne Cup. I don't care. Cup being the champion, we finished second. We would have been happy with last. Yeah, what a run it was. Are you a horse, eh? That was a great run. Oh, that is a bear hug. Have you, have you done any wrestling? What? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's the Rush Hour. This is the Rush Hour. Wrap it up after this. We've got some explanations from the jockeys why their horse didn't win. We'll bring those to you and we'll wrap things up. If you're a winner, one triple three five three. let Richard know. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Rush Hour, you're for Sportsbet's new racing form. And let me tell you something about Sportsbet that I'll learn firsthand. In fact, I can't say, but they are the best in the business. I won't be disparaging to the other betting establishment of which I had bi- did business with today. And won money from? Not yet. Uh-oh. Not yet. Because... Uh, <laughs> okay. Because uh, I've found out... There are conditions. There are conditions. I see. Not with sports bet. When you win, you don't have to turn the money over again. Speaking of winning money, Shane, another winner can't off oh, Richard's stop tips. Stop it, stop How'd it. How'd you do, Shane? <laughs> How you going, boys? Yeah, good, Shane. I think you're going well. What, 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 uh, what, what trifecta, first four, how'd you score? 
Oh, trifecta, Quinella. Vic Cranky, I didn't put a first four bet on because I would have got that too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well done. Hang on. How much did you invest? Oh, about uh, just over 100, maybe. Yeah. And how much did you pull out? Oh, about 1,100. So. Oh, well done, mate. Well done. All right, what are we doing with it? Uh, probably buying some Sharky Premiership memorabilia. <laughs> that's, how I, that's, that's how I got the first 100. Really? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, Betting on the Sharks. Bet on the Sharks in the club. Parlayed that into the Melbourne Cup. So. Oh, well done, well mate. Well done. Good for you. Well done, mate. Well... It's been a very good day, Dan. Oh, it's a it, very good day. I, and look, it, I, we're probably rubbing it in. To, not everyone won. No. Listening, but I hope we're not if, rubbing if, it in. If you didn't win, well, suffer. Uh, no, come on, come on. <laughs> everyone deserves their day. Let me go through some of these explanations. Hartnell, Jockey James McDonald. He ran superb. He got into a nice rhythm. He just trucks a little bit hard. What does that mean? He just he, trucks just, a little bit he, hard. He just he just races a little bit firm into the bit, which burns unnecessary energy. But he's a good galloper, had a good yep. crack. Uh, let me go through some of the more fancied. Uh, our Mooncurse. Bondi Beach. Good. Well, I'll get to that. I'm going down the list here. Big Orange came 10th. The pace and the weight beat him. Oceanographer. Now, this was a, a fancied horse, Chad Schofield. He just didn't back up. I had the first two horses around me in the run. But he was very one paced up the up the straight. That was the fear, wasn't it, with oceanographer? Yeah. Europeans three races in thirteen days. They're just not used to it. No, that's true. And you know, I thought he could back up. They they thought he felt well. But you know, when you're under the massive pressure in the last four hundred meters of that race, then uh, then that's when it comes out. Bondi Beach, Ryan Moore. He was a bit disappointing. He never really travelled. Right. Uh, that's not much of an explanation, but no. never in the race. Do you know? There's a. I I have a rule of thumb, which I've said many times publicly. Once they've had a run in a Melbourne Cup and they don't win or they don't, you know, and they're not a good thing beaten or, you know, run in the first three and probably could have won, once they finish out of the placings, never back them again. Mm. You know, you'll be wrong one year in 40 and you can afford to be wrong one one year in 40 because you're going to be right 39 times. Uh, Jamaica, 15th, the jockey, Nicholas Hall, just didn't stay the trip. She's still a young mare, probably needs a bit of grounding. I knew at the 600 she was out of petrol, which is exactly what you predicted. Well, she ran out of petrol, ran out of pedigree. So it does matter. When you're bred to run 1,200 metres, and you, she's done a wonderful job to run 24, but she was never going to make the 32. Uh, let me go through. Wicklow Bra- Brave. 20, geez, there was some wraps up. Now, did Frankie DeTore destroy this run? He was six wide going up the straight and, and ran that first turn. I don't think Australia's ever been Frankie's happy hunting ground. He's ridden some of the worst races in his life in this country. How does he not know? I mean, that's. I mean, I, I know Barrier Twenty Four, so, but it was like he was stuck out there and didn't do anything about well, it. See, in England, uh, they, they will let horses sit four and five deep, and they win doing it all the time. So they think it's okay to do it everywhere, but it just doesn't work here. Because it was an opportunity for him to zoom up and at least try and take them on, well, and at least get in closer. Australian to the track. jockey would make a decision; they'd either go forward or back, and but they'd get in closer to the rail, but. The European jockeys have a different attitude. And last was Rose of Virginia, so they're oh, there for you. No surprise there. No, no surprise, number 24. Making up the numbers. But you know what? No no tragedy, no, no fatality, no got, controversy. And the owners and the trainers and the jockey all got to experience a Melbourne Cup. Very good. Very there good. You go. We're just about done, Richard. Congratulations once again. Well, it's not for me. It's I'm, I'm happy for the people who made some money. If you listen to the rush hour, you make money. All right, we'll be back normal service tomorrow. Rabs will be in. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure the first five minutes you'll do nothing but congratulate you. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm looking forward to that. All right. Thank you, everyone. Uh, in, here's another one, Mitch. Can we let him have the final say? <laughs> Mitch, how'd you do? Hey, boys. Uh, 
backed uh, Al Manzan, got it at $17, at 200 on the nose. Uh, well, oh, hey, yeah. well, that's not Richard. No, no you can, can't, I can't take credit You for can't that. claim that, no, Richard. No, I won't claim but that. But good for you, Mitch. Anyway. What are you going to do with it? On a cruise on the weekend, boys, and uh, plenty of cocktails and beers for, for, for everyone you. involved, I think. Now, that's the way to spend yeah. it. How many, how, many, how many people on this cruise? Well, it's my mum's 50th, so oh, there's, yes. a, there's a fair yeah. few, fair few on getting you, on. So. Good for Buy you. Buy something nice for your mum. I already have, but I'll buy something else as well. Good Congratulations. Money won, better than money earned. To her, as Paul Newman said in The Colour of Money. <laughs> we got to go. We'll talk to you tomorrow. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly.